You are now listening to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. Now, this podcast is only catered to those that are 18 and above and may not be suitable for work, or as we like to say, NSF. But remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kinkers folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. I wanted to talk to you guys today about can you afford more than one sub? It, it looks good, right? It sounds good. I know you like more than one woman. The attention, the feeling that you get for talking to two and all that, the variety piece. But can you afford two, three, and more submissives? And I'm not even just speaking from it from a financial standpoint, but can you afford to give them the amount of time to really foster a good connection? Can you afford the mental capacity to be able to give to each and every one of them what they need without falling short? And can you afford spiritually, you know, that connection that you're going to have? And lastly, do you have it in you to be just? Just in how you treat each and every one of them, which may be different, of course, because they're different submissives, they're different people. But can you... Give yourself and can you justly rule over more than one submissive? What I mean by justly, it's like not playing favoritisms. Okay, of course, you may have one that's more of your base, your bottom, your first girl, the one that you may no longer trust. You can't always play favoritism with that one versus the other one or ones you promote jealousy when you do of course someone that's been with you longer may have more benefits at this point because of course people don't get all the perks when they first come in you got to work your way in but once they work their way into a position can you justly rule over more than one person and so all those things are combined financials mental spiritual physical i forgot physical and your balance and your mindset far as being able to justly handle each and every one of them making sure that things are balanced within yourself first and then try to distribute that balance into other people. And not everybody's perfect actors. You yourself aren't a perfect actor, right? But you have to know coming in that this is what I'm doing it for. Sex can be just sex. You can have one woman, have sex with other women, and it not be about anything. But when you want a submissive and you want to bring a submissive into your world, 
then she has to be shown a lot. Now you're trying to bring two females together, which I've already told you guys, I believe that you should try to have one that brings another one in. That's how some systems work. But for the sake of this conversation, look, you're bringing two strangers together and they're there for you. And then as a unit, we'll be there for one another. And how do you foster a good environment for cohesion? You have to be a man with rules. You have to be a man that's stern. You have to be a man that's accountable. You have to be a man that does what he says. And a man that's not afraid of failure in admitting where you failed, where you've gone wrong, and show how you correct things. Because it's not about being perfect. It's about showing people that you care enough to figure it out in a way that's beneficial for everybody involved. That's a heavy weight to carry in a society where men aren't taught to be that way. And as we all know, men are more feminized in a way. And we say feminized. We we say feminized, not just say feminized, but let me look at it from a different view. Men are just not armed with the tools on how to be men, consistent, trustworthy men. And that comes with controlling emotions, not being emotional, right? Not being insecure, but being able to control all those things keep everything compartmentalized and still have success. Limiting mistakes. So, as the progressive lovers that I was a part of, they would say, master monogamy first before you think about swinging or polyandry because you have to have someone that you can be yourself with that knows everything about you. When I mean everything, they don't have to know all about all the little things you did or all the things you've done in your past, but they just need to know who you are currently to the point of predictability. See, that's where I'm at. A lot of people aren't there, but I like being able to predict someone's behavior to a degree. You can never know anyone 100%. Some people don't know themselves 100%, right? But I would like to see consistency out of one's behavior so I know how to place them in my life and how close to me are you and how does this all work with you, someone else, and all this other stuff that I have going on. I have a business. I'm sure everyone has their own business life. And like, how do we make all that work? There's a lot to be considered. This is not kids games. These are adult games, which can be very fruitful. It can be very, very fruitful, expanding. It can really build your character. It can really build you. 
as a person and be stronger emotionally and mentally, these situations really can bring you to this level. But you can also fail like so many do because someone, normally the person who's supposed to be the foundation, as the dime, you're the foundation. If you got cracks in the foundation, nothing you put on top of it's going to be right. But that's just my thoughts. Let's discuss it some more, but I want to hear from you. Leave me your comments and let's really explore what it means to be in a polyandry BDSM style relationship and how that vetting process goes and maybe the things that you should look for in women or submissives compared to who you are that can make those things work cohesively. Let's have the conversation. You know how to find me, sir, INQ, on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can always email me at sirinq09 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, peace.